You're listening to the Movie Crew Podcast, and tonight we're going to talk about Ivan Reitman's political romantic comedy, Dave. You no trouble. Me, Fifth Element. Supreme being. You will be a weapon. You will be a minister of death praying for war. But until that day, you are cute. Sound off like you got a pair. We're your host, I'm editor Brian Elkins. With me tonight, cinematographer Jared Callen. How you doing, Brian? Uh, I'm, I'm good. Are you okay there, Jared? <laughs> I'm good. It's good to see you. Good to see that it's still Christmas in Griggs' house. Oh, it's Christmas until at least January 14th. I appreciate it. Thank you. <laughs> and we also have director of photography, Mike Griggs. It's Christmas all year round, but mostly just in my heart. Your tree does have a Santa Claus hat on. I like that. That's a nice, uh, nice touch. <laughs> And well, we Santa have... turns into a Christmas tree after <laughs> Christmas. <laughs> Try this, chimney Santa. And we, God damn it. And we have costume designer <laughs> Kristen Jones. Hello, hello. Hello, hello. And here we are talking about 1993's Dave, the movie that really makes me wish we had Dave. Or actually, it was Bing Kingsley was the 45th in this movie. Yeah, 45th in 1993, so this was apparently taking place in their future. Yeah, I guess it would be. Hmm. Yeah, that's correct. I never, yeah, I didn't think about that. But Bing Kingsley, please, where were you? (laughs) Where did that Boy Scout go? They went through three presidents in, like, a very short time, though. Well, I guess only technically two, because Kevin Klein was the fake president, but or an imposter president, but they did go through (laughs) presidents very, very quickly in, like, six months. No, because... Because he was just in a coma for that time. So that that means that, that Dave, as whatever his name's character, was the 44th president. Mm. So that still would have for 1993 because they were on 42. I don't know. I just noticed that at the end and it, it has been – I've been obsessing with it for the last like 20 minutes. I'm like, what the fuck? 
<laughs> is this a future film? Or does this take place in modern day? What is going on? Well, where are well, all the cell phones? <laughs> when that when that girl is like leading the tour, and she's like, "We're walking, we're, yeah, walking, we're walking, we're walking." And okay, we're and then we're stopping. She's like, "You know, forty two presidents have made have lived in this house." So I, I went and looked it up. John Adams, first president to uh, live in the White House, uh, on at in his last year of pres- presidency. Well, there you go. Yeah, interesting. Starts with John Adams, ends with Kevin Klein. <laughs> if only. Should have stopped there. They should have burned the house. <laughs> but didn't the White House burn at some point? So yeah, technically I was going to say they the already did that. House. It doesn't yeah, it really matter. <laughs> so it's not the same house that John Adams lived in. But, you know, probably on the same spot. But no, wait. It was in Pennsylvania before, right? No, I think the actual White House, the one that's like there, like burned. Oh, yeah, burned. Not the, not the name the White House the White House in D.C. Yeah. I don't think, hold on, I don't think it was called the White House in, when it was in Philadelphia. Yeah, it was wasn't it the OG. It wasn't called the White House? They were just like, that's the house the president lives in. The president home. The presidential suite. The- Wait, so the... So the <laughs> I'm going to keep going until somebody stops. <laughs> the original president's house was, was in Philly, right? But the White House, what we know as the White House, has always been right there. I think so. I mean, I don't know if we had like an official president's house in Philly, did we? I mean, that was just the Capitol first. I don't know if we have like an official house. I've never really like looked into it or toured it. Or I just assumed that that would be there as well, but uh, no, I didn't do any research on this. But it so. could have been like too early, and so maybe they all like still had their own houses, and they would just like get hotels or something, you know? Well, I mean, it did blow up in 1996, <laughs> and they had to rebuild it. Um, so that's true. That's a good point. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Good thing this is not a historically accurate movie, and you don't need to know any of this history to watch the movie or enjoy it. Right, the right. Movie. None of this has any bearing whatsoever <laughs> on your enjoyment. It had real people all over it. <laughs> <laughs> they yeah. went to great lengths to make it feel somewhat realistic. Man, I don't even remember any of those people though. It's not like they. There was even one person that was uh, one of the. Uh, you, don't, you don't remember Larry King. Well, I remember Larry King, but I'm talking about the actual politicians. I don't remember either. Oh, yeah, yeah. There, there oh, I, re- I recognize Chris Dodd. Chris oh, Dodd yeah. ran for president. I recognized him. Yeah. He did not go very far, obviously. Was, was that like, <laughs> did they actually snag that footage from, from some real interviews, or did they go in and, and shoot that for this? Oh, that was shot for this. Mm-hmm. A couple of them seemed like they could have literally been talking about just about anyone else. And I was like, hmm... I saw some Republicans like uh, decided not to show up and be part of the cameo appearances of Dave because at the time uh, Ice T was uh, a rap artist and he was uh, uh, with uh, Warner Brothers at the time and some Republican senators like, well, I don't know, he's got the cop killer song, I can't, I can't endorse that. <laughs> I was like, dude, come on, what? Yeah, participating in this film is endorsing everything that Warner Brothers does. Man, political. That's how things. people see things, man. That- <laughs> Political scandals. Yeah, once you have one, you can't stop thinking about that one. But like, like everything that they're they're talking about, it's like a big scandal in this movie. It just, I don't know. Today, it just seems like nobody would give a fuck. It was what was we the had big four scandal? Years of that, bullshit. What was the big scandal he was hit for at the end that that made the big deal with the Liberty Fund thing, putting money into Liberty Savings? They so they were they were pressuring um, somebody, federal agents or something like that. They were not embezzling money. They were doing something wrong with with um, uh, campaign funds, which has come to light is something that se- nearly every politician does. 
And then there was one. There was a third thing. I forget what the third thing was. Yeah, they never really come out and exactly say what they were doing. But yeah, they were bribing people, and it sounded and like routing money press- illegally. Yeah, pressuring pressuring people to like do what they wanted them to do or something like that. Yeah, uh, obstruction of justice. That was the third thing. Oh man, this is too much like real life. <laughs> In a very PG environment, right? Well, how did um, how did the short guy uh, opposite of uh, Bob Alexander? What was his name? Oh, you know what, Kevin uh, Dunn. Kevin Dunn. How come he didn't like Alan at the something. end? He's yeah, he, he's he's standing up there while Ben Kingsley Kingsley's being uh, sworn in. I guess he didn't go to prison. Somehow he he got himself out of it. You don't know, man. I mean, I wouldn't know because uh, they. You see that clip, and then. There's a news report afterwards that they, a lot of the administration, the Mitchell administration, was thrown in jail. Yeah, and locked up. Except and for that guy. <laughs> oh, I, I don't I know. Guess, I guess because he Did was he in on away? getting it, getting it taken. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe not. I don't know. I did love the. Uh when we're watching that press conference and Frank Langello's got all those people at his house and then they cut back to him and everyone's gone. There's like wine glasses tipped over and shit and he's just sitting there by himself. He's holding the poster and I love that. Yeah. It's in his <laughs> hand like, and it's, it's like down. <laughs> uh, I actually, I love that shot. It's great. That was, that was so perfect. Sitting in that chair all by himself. Should have been him and Ben Stein. <laughs> he's just... <laughs> ben he's Stein like, comes he... in he's like, oh, I forgot this. you'll be all right (laughs) thanks for inviting me so this is directed by ivan reitman of ghostbusters fame hot off of uh kindergarten cop yeah yeah there was even a schwarzenegger uh cameo yeah that was fun but they, they did twins kindergarten cop and did they do another one he he produced junior he produced junior he didn't direct junior i don't think so mm Smart man. <laughs> <laughs> that Mama. Mama. Sorry. <laughs> I like that movie. What? Oh, my God, bro. We got to throw that in there. No, with... no, so I was I was thinking of twins. Oh. I don't know. Ju- junior. Ju- uh, Junior's the one where he's pregnant, right? Yeah. 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 I, I <laughs> so like Arnold Schwarzenegger's a lot like The Rock. He's just doing dumb shit. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. The Rock's just doing it better. <laughs> I'll look at your is face. He, is he doing it better than Arnold Schwarzenegger? I don't know. Man. I don't I know. know man. Does does I think the Rock they're both really great? Come on, guys. No, hold up, guys. What? No, <laughs> no, no. What? There's no, no Rock hate here. I think I no. think I think The Rock is being more lucrative and and, and making you know, bigger moves than what Arnie did. Arnie yeah. kind of stick stuck in more of a the action world a little bit, and then did I don't know. Dwayne Johnson opened up his own production company, and he also like he's he's making a lot of very smart business decisions. Dwayne and Johnson also, hasn't made a classic. All right, well that's asking a lot. Hold on, we're <laughs> we're talking Jumanji about <laughs> <laughs> his entertainment. Tall? I mean, come on. <laughs> one one of those is a remake, and the other one's a sequel. Are you saying Journey to the Center of the Earth is not a classic? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, I mean, look, Schwarzenegger's. I, I, I will, I will say, like, we're they're very similar. Dwayne and, and Schwarzenegger, very, very, very similar. But come on, the Terminator, Total Recall, Conan the Barbarian. Like, what are we talking about? That's it's a no contest, no contest. I can, can you even name like a real popular movie that's got The Rock in it? That anybody's gonna he just fucking he just named like seven popular movies that's got the rock in it. Uh, actually, you're kind of right. When you go to IMDb, his top four are Jumanji, uh, Welcome to the Jungle, uh, Journey Two, uh, Moana, and GI Joe. All kind of you know. Wasn't he I'm the sure Tooth Fairy too? Though that was a classic movie. Or is that somebody what? else? The that absolute 
Was that Fuck Vin Diesel? Is this? Oh, is it? I, I, I don't know. I haven't seen it actually. Yeah. I actually haven't seen any of these movies, but I do like The Rock as like a person. No, no, no. He's a great person, but apparently he's cast in Big Trouble in Little China. Yeah, my, my brain just exploded. <laughs> what? 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 So he's making moves too. Come on now, give him a chance. Maybe that's it. He's going to remake Big Trouble in Little China, and that will be his classic, Brian. We won't even remember he's the original. He's fucking Jack Burton, you know, but he's massive. He's <laughs> that's like the whole thing with like Jack Burton. It's funny because he was like a he was he was supposed to be the hero. He's a fucking idiot. Like I don't know. Yeah, yeah I don't know. And for the record, Ivan Reitman did direct Junior. Oh, did he? Okay, good. Yes. That makes me feel better about Junior. <laughs> what? It makes me feel worse for Ivan, right? Now we know where things went wrong. I think it had slipped a little bit before that. <laughs> ah, I, but I don't think so, man. Like, outside of this movie we're talking about tonight, Dave and Legal Eagles, every single one of his movies from 84 to 94 made $200 million at the worldwide box office. He's pulling in some bank. Yeah, man. Making good movies, too. I mean, this movie, is, I really like this movie, and, and his, his direction, I think, is really strong, and, and his camera choices. And they actually did some special effects in this with, like, the, you know... Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. There, there's this great, like, dolly shot when, 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 they, when they, they meet the first time. It, like, goes behind Kevin Klein mm. and, like, comes Circles around to around. Yeah. And then sticks in, in a two-shot and then follows the other guy away. Yeah, it was a pretty dope shot, honestly. Yeah. All the White House uh, exteriors that have people, those are all match shots. Yep, yep. Uh, and it, What do you mean those are match shot? They're match like, shots. Like painted? Uh, well, uh, like the bottom half, like if you see like reporters, there's a shot where you're looking at the White House and you see reporters on the front lawn. The, yeah. They built the Rose Garden, right, and the steps up to the White House, and then the rest of that is a painting. Up until about halfway through, and then they—that's no the balcony set that they built. Where um, was it? Sigourney Weaver and Kevin Klein come out and talk to the reporter. Yeah, wave. That's that's pretty <laughs> brilliant. Yeah. So what what about the shot where they where they like they're going through the tunnels and he's like LBJ or used to use this or whatever, and then they pop. <laughs> I mean, out those could be literally door. any tunnels. No, no, no. But they, they they pop out of this door. And there's like a fountain. And then there's like this like like yeah. hidden lair, and then you see the the White House off in the distance with cars and shit going. Like that's that's painted. Yeah, uh, dude. Even the translate it looks great. Even the translate when um when Kevin Klein steps out, and he I think it's when he sees Sigourney Weaver, the first lady in a room, and he's like gonna go look look over and check her check her out and see what's yeah. going on. Yeah, yeah. There is a national monument behind him in the background, and they actually have like the little the road the, cone the blinking lights, lights that are blinking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. That that's in that same yeah. shot when you see when they come out of that tunnel, you can see the Washington Monument off the distance and the red lights at the top are blinking. But they looked they looked a little oddly fake to me. So I was well, like, it's a translator or something, or a backdrop of some kind. But it looks great. It's amazing. It's it, it sells. It, it, it's excellent. Yeah. If you don't know what to look for, like you would just think like, wow, that's cool that they filmed there. All of it was very impressive. And like all the set stuff, like out the window, you usually can see like the backdrops, and it's like, oh, look, we got one plant, and we have a paint background that's flat. Or, or, or it's <laughs> raining. They're, they're like like yeah. when uh, anytime they're in the name? car in that in that limo, it was like raining outside, so uh, the 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 glass was like frosted with the with the the rain. When Charles Grodin comes, it's raining. Oh shit! You're right. That's yeah, super impressive. It, it, yeah. Yeah, and it totally sells. And you can see kind of off in the distance and stuff, and it's raining. Oh, and it's like, yeah. Yeah, yeah it was kind of it's a cloudy day. And it, yeah, 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 you're right. Yeah, yeah. Oh, man. Think about that. 1993. 
the year Jurassic Park came out. Fucking for a comedy, doing the, the effect shot like this. Oh, bro, that's cool. Yeah, <laughs> and going all out on building all these sets, man. And it's like really crazy, all, all the interior of the White House that they built. I, I wonder if all the like the president's quarter and their, their little like foyer that they kind of have a lot of like scenes in um, between their two bedrooms, you know, that like big hallway. I wonder if all that's accurate. Well, based on every time that I've been to the White House. I don't think you went upstairs, though, bro. <laughs> You know, you know when they take Dave in, into the into the president's bedroom and he's like, "You're gonna stay here tonight," which is really odd because he didn't expect to like stay somewhere that night, and he ends up like right. fucking staying in there. And he has, the, 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 I love the coverage in that room when he's walking around looking at stuff, and he and he finds the glasses, which is really weird that he finds glasses and puts them on, and for some reason he can see still. Yeah, um, he doesn't ever. He's not like whoa, like pull him <laughs> off to the to the classic. No, like, yeah, I can't see anything. It's like he's just. Ah. We have the same eyes. Bill, That's cool. Bill Mitchell has terrible, has as decent eyesight, you know, or whatever. Apparently. He just kind of wears them for, for effect. Glasses make but, you look uh, smart, Jared. <laughs> I was wondering, like, like when you become president. He's not a woman with a lab coat, okay? <laughs> That's true. <laughs> when you become president, do you get to, like, redecorate? Or do you got to live in, in, like, you know, in that museum, how it is? Uh, Mary Todd Lincoln decorated everything, and they haven't changed it since. There you go. Well, I think you get to decorate some things, but not all of it. I mean, that's everyone. If, if you recall, Melania decorated for Christmas, for example, and everyone. Well, that's lost that's their Christmas. Shows. It's the like, job you know, of the first lady. But I think right, you can only job. no. But I think the first ladies can redecorate, but only certain rooms or certain spaces. Yeah, I have heard that. Yeah, be like that rug. That one's mine. That's my addition. That one right there. <laughs> it's like the mat that you step out of in the bathroom. <laughs> Well, they did take the uh, the blue out of the the seal, the presidential seal in the Oval Office. That was brown for some reason, or like a tan color. Might be like a copyright infringement kind of thing. Oh, yeah, because in the in the behind point. the scenes, yeah. it said that they got it from the same place that makes the actual ones. Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah. So maybe that maybe it was they they're not allowed to. Well, there's usually like a rule. Uh, I'm assuming it's the same for production design as it is for costumes, where you cannot impersonate government. <laughs> Um, things so you can call yourself whatever you want like the president but like you have to, you can't have like the exact same like little insignia and whatever that they would have that the like the the secret service is a little bit different the military is a little unless they pay a shit ton of money to the government and the government is cooperating in which case they are then allowed to borrow um uniforms and in this case perhaps set deck um Otherwise, no, 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 it can't be the same thing. Oh, I didn't, I did not realize that. Yeah, it's a pain in the ass. <laughs> <laughs> I just change the color and move on. <laughs> yeah, right, right. Like, who cares? If you notice it, then you'll be like, oh, but, that, they probably had to change it. Yeah, yeah. the government cares a lot, it turns out. So you have to be careful there. No, I'm saying the people who are like, who's going to watch this and care <laughs> that we changed it? Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. No, I don't think most people like pick it, pick up on any of that. I mean, it makes sense because is. If they have something that's like super accurate, then you could make all sorts of deep fake types of videos, and there's a lot of trouble that that could go, that could go very wrong. You think when those secret agent guys like uh, broke into Dave's house, you think they were like going through the <laughs> shit, or were they just like <laughs> hanging out in there, like you know, staring they're at just, his fucking they're walls? They're just sitting there. I was wondering how they got in, and like I thought that was oh, really they can creepy. Just do that. <laughs> yeah, I know they can, but like oh, they have keys to all the houses. In I Washington. think I would like not handle it really well if I came home and there were two gentlemen sitting on my couch. I don't care where they're yeah. from. Hi, how's it going? I like he's like, oh, Oklahoma, oh, oh, oh shit. Like, ah! oh. Yeah, it was pretty. It was a pretty perfect like response. 
Don't worry about making your favorite sandwich. We already ate all the roast beef, all right? We've been waiting here <laughs> Dude, all day. Dave's got sandwiches down, like fresh yeah, cut man. olives, fucking ca- uh, carrot shavings. Scraping uh, them carrots. Man, I want to make his sandwich. Really it's a can. secret. The ingredients are a secret. I didn't look like it. It seems like you could. It's, it's like turkey roast beef, lettuce, uh, <laughs> tomato, mustard, mayo, uh, fucking green olives, and fucking uh, like carrot shavings. Man, I love that shot. Whether it's like super low, and you see all the stuff like sitting on the counter in the foreground, and then they just track around. That was a great shot. Also yeah, made me I, hungry. And there, there's all these great little like um, character moments that they build. I mean, the, the characters are so well defined in this, and all of them are, like are really genuine. And film has a really good like heart to it. And and like that scene where they're, where he's making the sandwich and he's talking to uh, Dwayne, his uh, his like uh, his bodyguard, young Ving Rhames, man. Yeah, young Ving Rhames. Even though he looked kind of old, <laughs> I was like, <laughs> I was like, damn, how, I was like, right? how old is he? Um, <laughs> he looks older with but, uh, hair. It's like, what the hell, bro? <laughs> like I had to look it up. Kevin Klein was like forty three. Sigourney Weaver was like forty, forty one, somewhere in there. Um, but uh, like he he's like he's like so so. Uh, I always hear that you know security. Uh, like the Secret Service take a bullet for the president is that true? And he's like, he's like, yeah. And he's like, well, that means I guess you'll take a bullet for me. Uh, and then that pays off at the end. Uh, I that was I a great know. moment. I, I yeah. love that. I love that. You know, it, it just it's just it solidifies their character. And then there's even that point where he when you know he's finally um, Dwayne's finally let his guard down and and he's like talking about fucking sweaters and he's like he's like you think i can pull off a sweater <laughs> they could look good in a sweater man that was so fun he, he's like he's like well maybe totally may, 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 like a sweater vest because you can probably because you can wear a tie which i think is a total missed opportunity because at the end when he steps no in front of the door for the last shot he no sweater have had vest. A fucking sweater vest he should have had a sweater vest he's still wearing the suit he's got the little button though you know i know yeah. but he should have had the fucking sweater vest on because that would have like man that would have just one more thing you know god damn it <laughs> Yeah, drop the ball right there. They they may have shot that though before they they shot that sequence uh, where he's going through the the clippings and the his news. Yeah, reels. because they because all that early stuff was at the was at that office, so it would make sense to pick that shot up while you were there. And there was a lot of uh, improvising on set. You know, well, it's Ivan Reitman, Kevin Klein. Who would have thought, right? Uh, no surprise, but it, that could happen. I love the little moments where like Kevin Klein is just doing things as the character trying to figure stuff out like when he's first in that hotel room and he just sneaks the little uh, ashtray into his, he his puts jacket it in his pocket. pocket dude it's so it was it, so like, subtle and fast that i was like did he just steal the ash i had to rewind it just to make sure like, should have taken he, the, the matches took the fucking too. ashtray yeah um you know but like I, I like that that's a running thing like when he's at he's at the podium and he's giving the speech and they're all looking <laughs> at him and then the they pen. end it he, he's like he's like can I keep this pen? Like uh, I, I love that. And then at the end, he's got he's got like a whole bag of souvenirs. You know that, that he ends up pulling in a sweet little moment. You know, fucking oh, so uh, fucking precious, man. Yeah, man. So she starts to cry, and he reaches in and grabs a, a, like a monogrammed fucking like handkerchief and hands it to her. <laughs> just, just towels and stuff. Yeah. Yeah, a lot of the, the characters are are are, are well defined, well written. Yeah, yeah. There's a lot of good subtle things too that they're doing. Like when Sigourney Weaver and Kevin Klein are on the balcony and she's kind of finally realizes that she's sort of like falling for him a little bit. When they're doing that big giant pullback that fades into the next shot, like their hands are just barely touching and oh, they're, they're like touching, they're like yeah. they're like pinkies are touching and then she kind of just at the last second sort of pulls it away like she's like I can't do this as it's fading out. It's such a subtle moment that it's like I wonder if the editor could even see that it was doing that or and they just kind of 
it seemed like it faded a little bit early if that was like a thing that they were trying to go for. Well, I think that they cut into um, stock footage or something because it. Yeah. Uh, yeah, but uh, I, I like how I like that scene. She's like, she's like, I don't, I don't want to lose you, and then, and then they're just standing there. Well, um, she's also but, yeah. mouthing a word there too, and they they cut her. Oh, that might have oh, been why they, yeah, they cut it early. She, that, yeah, that she's saying sense. something. Her lips are moving, and they're not keeping it. There's a bunch of bad ADR, and like, well, they'll they'll just cut dialogue. People's mouths are moving, and it's like nothing's coming out. There's no audio or anything. Oh, really? Just like I, oh, I we can catch it. Oh yeah, dude. Franklin Jellin, when he starts talking about the the vice president, and he's like, oh, if you think some Boy Scout, and when he says the word Boy Scout, it's they obviously replaced oh, yeah. asshole or yeah. something like that. <laughs> Yeah, piece of shit. <laughs> like, yeah, his voice goes from like one whisper octave to no. I'm kind of screaming, but they lowered the volume because it doesn't match. <laughs> it works overall. Oh, he's a great bad guy. Great bad guy. The number of times he's he's just like shooting eyes at someone. Like, dude, what his looks is happening? <laughs> what dude. the fuck are you doing right now? He's so great in this, and he he just like he just plays such a dark asshole you know he's just got these like super dark eyes and he's always throwing daggers at people yeah i'm gonna kill him ever summon me again (laughs) (laughs) although i guess the the i guess kevin dunn's character was kind of a dick too but he's just he's he's more likable in the movie well he kind of switches sides too doesn't he kind of come around and so he's saving his ass (laughs) well sure yeah yeah yeah, for sure yeah like even when dave asked him about the vice president he's like oh you know it's bob's idea He's like passing the buck, and he's like, "Wait a minute, aren't you the one that came up with that?" Like, yeah, I don't know. I, I, I guess I'd be okay if he went to jail at the end. Yeah, he's kind of like gonna take advantage of whatever's there because uh, when um, Bob Alexander tells him at the beginning, he's like, "It's my fucking uh, my job," you know. I built this motherfucker and all this stuff. Oh yeah, yeah, he, yeah. He's standing there looking at him like, "Whoa, you fucking psycho." Well, you know. I mean, bro, yeah, he's probably he's pretty much like, look, this guy right here, he's pretty much dead. We're going to get the VP in here, and we're going to knock <laughs> him out, then I'm going to be VP, and then I'm going to be president. I'm going to own this bitch. It's like, oh, my God, dude, you're <laughs> fucking crazy. <laughs> you're literally, like, talking about overthrowing the government. This is like a little <laughs> mini coup, bro. What are you talking about? <laughs> Almost worked. Calm down. It's not January 6th. Too soon? Yet. Oh, and on that political diverse note, uh, let's take a break. <laughs> and let's watch the uh, the trailer hail for Dave. To the chief. He's the one we all say hail to. Dave Kovic was an ordinary guy. Mr. Kovic, your government needs your help. We just happened to look like the president. You're a very handsome man. Thank you, Mr. President. Just get rid of the grin. You look like a schmuck. Dave, something has happened to the president. What about the vice president? The vice president is mentally unbalanced. Is this legal? Oh, yeah. Probably. We think so. Yes. Suddenly, Dave has a great job. I can't tell you the whole story. It's kind of a national emergency kind of thing, but you got to help me cut the budget a little. You got to cut the budget. He has a great house. Do I need to tell nine? Who does these books? I mean, if I ran my business this way, I'd, I'd be out of business. And he has a great wife. Can't you die from a stroke like everybody else? She hates me. Yes. And the amazing thing is, everyone loves him. God bless you. God bless America! President Mitchell lately, huh? Has this guy been having too many happy meals for lunch or what? Kevin Klein, the Academy Award-winning star, 
of a fish called Wanda. I once caught a fish this big. Sigourney Weaver. I'm talking to you. Will you please turn around? You know, if you want to be the same old selfish... Um... From Ivan Wright, the director of Ghostbusters, Twins, and Kindergarten Cop. Before we get started, uh, a couple things I'd like to go over in the budget. Mr. President. Yes? I'm going to kill him. You can't kill a president. He's not a president. He's an ordinary person. I can kill an ordinary person. In a country where anybody can become president. Anybody just did. Kevin Klein. Sigourney Weaver. Make a nice president, Dave Kovic. Dave. Okay, let's get back to work. Whoa! False alarm, I'm fine, everything's fine. And we're back. That was the trailer for Ivan Reitman's Dave. Good trailer. It was a good trailer. Made me want to watch the movie again. One more time. One more time. Louis, Louis. Yeah, man. That's a great scene. I mean, I, I like it just it just shows that Dave is actually a good guy. He's actually actually there trying to have fun and, and, and you know, do what a president probably should do. You know? I don't know. That didn't seem very presidential to me. What, the big arms thing? The big big fish? <laughs> like the Louis Louis dance with the big robot? I mean, come I, on. I low-key wanted someone at, at one of those montage moments to be like, today he became president. I want to know what those goddamn huge-ass arms are used for. Right? <laughs> well, it's the precursor I, like, to Doc Ock. <laughs> usually Sigourney Weaver is in that setup, but it's a different franchise. Put Ripley in it. That is why Sigourney <laughs> Weaver was, was uh, rocking the shorter hair, because she had just uh, done Alien 3, where she was bald. Oh, no yeah. way. It takes time to grow back. Yeah, I thought she just had her like you know power, power helmet on, you know. <laughs> her what? <laughs> I don't know. I just made that up, but like I, I mean, like you know, like a woman of power. You know, I always have the short like you know power helmet. The, the GI Jane was... strength look, <laughs> kind of straight off the eighties, where they had like the the working woman and all of that, because shorter hair was in for a while. Yeah, that was the vibe I got from it. She did have longer hair in Working Girl, you know. I don't know. I know, know what but they've means. progressed since then, so <laughs> <laughs> I do love Sigourney Weaver. She's fantastic in everything, and this was no exception. Yeah, she's really excellent in this. I loved her in this. I've never really seen her in anything really. So this was my first time seeing her. I've seen parts of Aliens, Brian, before you freak out. Thank God. And I've also <laughs> seen uh, she was in Avatar. And I, that's it. So I've Correct. seen like, Ghostbusters. One and a half of her. Yeah, I haven't seen that. So I've seen one and a half of Sigourney Weaver's movies, and um, so I, except for this one also. But I absolutely loved her in this. I was really surprised, kind of actually. She's one of those people <laughs> that everyone loves, and so I'm like, oh, she's probably not that great. No, <laughs> she she deserves every bit of of her acclaim and and love. Which just her her entrance when she's like, you know, why don't you die from a stroke like everyone else? <laughs> that, that was, was so perfect, um, man. <laughs> she's, Thanks he's like, for doing this, Helen. Doing this, uh, <laughs> Ellen. Go to hell, Bill. <laughs> is she? <laughs> she's so great, man. Yes, yeah, she is. I mean, even I when mean, she comes in, she confronts him. She's like, you know, she goes in and, and she tries to, she hoodwinks him, and then, you know, I don't know. She just plays all these scenes so great. I mean, she, she to me is the, she's the character that sells him being like reasonably out of water, but also kind of 
con- conceivably convincing as the as the uh, the president. Well, she can't figure him out. Like like yeah. he, like, like it, it's actually it, upon multiple viewings when the first time she sees him, she walks in that room and she looks at him. She notices it. She's, she yeah. has a look on her face like yeah. She's like, what the fuck? Something's weird. Something's weird here. Yeah. And then like you know he's rolling around on the grass with the dogs. I love corgis; they're great. Uh, anyway, it's so fun. <laughs> and she's like, just what like she, she's just giving him these looks, you know. And all that shit sells. I do kind of have to wonder how much of her like falling for him when he's such a specifically precise duplicate of her current husband. I mean, yes, the dude's an asshole, and yes, he does die. But like, how much of of her feelings are really just a projection of what she missed from her own marriage of like, cause she fell in love with her husband at some point. She, she you right. know, decided to be with him at some point and maybe seeing Dave was a little bit of like, Oh, this is what I originally was hoping for in the same package that I've already kind of, you know, grown accustomed to. I don't yeah. know. I don't know that there was that much overlap. I understand that he was probably a different person when he was younger, but I know guys that would, that have gone into politics and they were assholes when they were like 20, just like they're assholes now when they're close to 40. Like, yeah, they get worse, but they're not like Dave. Um, But I do think it's super convenient. I think, I think when she saw Dave, she was like, Oh, this is like what my life could be. Here's somebody Mm, who actually wants to make a difference. And conveniently, I don't have to switch out any of my photos. And so I can just (laughs) keep everything exactly the same. It works out very well. Keep that wedding photo and let him just be like, yeah, I wish that was me. (laughs) <laughs> that would be crazy weird though to like see yourself with this beautiful woman like this looks exactly like me well it's like it's no not. one noticed how i mean i guess he was impersonating the president but everyone was like shocked that he was like again impersonating the president and it's like i mean he does look exactly like him i don't like, i did love the one conspiracy theorist on like larry king and he was like there, the if you consider the pictures before and after, there's subtle differences. It's <laughs> fucking like, Larry. Have you seen That's the pictures? Awesome. Larry. <laughs> oh, is it really? <laughs> the guy drank. Well, he's, he was big. The reason he's in the movies, uh, he just made uh, JFK about JFK? Uh, all the That's conspiracy. Amazing. <laughs> That's amazing. That's amazing. That's awesome. <laughs> Oliver. Larry. Oliver. Yeah, Oliver. Larry. <laughs> <laughs> Oh man, that's so good. Uh, There's so many great moments like that, like like when um, <laughs> uh, Dave is trying to loosen up before his first appearance, and he's just standing there going, oh, and just doing all that shit, and then uh, and Dwayne's like staring at him, and he goes, "Hey," <laughs> it's just, I don't know. All those little moments like that are excellent. I think my my favorite little moment and the whole thing is when the police officer pulls over yes. them and Kevin Klein launches into this whole thing and then like the cop is just watching them and then he like stops and he shines his light up and he's like no I'm I'm okay <laughs> <laughs> I'm not drunk <laughs> did you see the piece of lint from the uh, from his pocket on yeah his on the glasses yeah uh, I noticed upon uh, multiple watches uh, that that bit is the bit that he was talking about when he gets in the limo after the first event he's he starts telling yeah yeah Wayne about it yeah yeah he's got this thing and then he gets cut off and then later it pays off when we actually get to see it and i like when the cops like he's like he's like look you're good but she needs some work <laughs> yeah she, she needs some work that was so fucking he's like, well, perfect. I, 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 I know she, she, she's kind of new yeah. to this but you know <laughs> it's gordy weaver i does an eye roll right with him. <laughs> right after <laughs> I thought that was nice. 
yeah, I mean, you know, th- this is what happens when you, you get a director. It's got a bunch of good actors, and they're all doing stuff, like even in the background. And yeah, it yeah, yeah. Does make rewatching the movie a, a treat. It's enjoyable. It's fun. They're all acting their ass off, even if they're not like the focus of of that shot or the scene or whatever. Yeah, the the movie feels very lived in. Like all of these characters feel very real. <laughs> even Laura Linney's. Uh... Oh, oh my god, she's what perfect. A surprise. Holy shit. <laughs> Every time like Kevin Klein forgets something, she's like, oh my god, it's because of that stroke. And <laughs> <laughs> why is she so blatant? Like he comes back in the room and she's like all over him, like almost kissing him. She's like, oh my god, I was so worried. Like, what well, the fuck be- are you doing? <laughs> because the last time she saw yeah. him. But, but they, still. <laughs> she's the reason he died. I mean, like, he was about ready to finish, and he, he's like, ah, I think ah. Bacon was the reason he died. <laughs> she picks him up by the hair, like, just lets him go. <laughs> like, like, she gets off serious. Mr. President? Mr. President? Yeah, she's just like, Mr. President? <laughs> Elect yourself for a second. Yeah. <laughs> Bob, Bob, I'm, Bill, Bill. Now I'm asking as your intern. <laughs> Ooh. And Bill Clinton was, like, what, a couple years later? Hmm. Oh, this well, he, was that, he was that same year. He started in '93. Was it? 90? This oh, came out in '93. He was maybe yeah. he saw this and got the idea. Yeah, this is He's like, I could do this. <laughs> <laughs> quick, You're quick. saying there's a chance. Secret Service, go find me a double. That is kind of crazy that this movie came out before that happened, though. I don't. I don't think people sleeping with their interns is like a thing that ha- started happening in the '90s. <laughs> no, that was not a new concept. <laughs> No, it's just crazy that this movie comes out and then we actually have like a non decrepit president, like somebody that's youthful, you know, like in their fucking 40s, 50s, coming into the fucking office and, you know, having an affair. Wait, 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 like, I don't know. I guess JFK was the one that was. I think getting caught. Yeah, I think getting caught was like Clinton's thing because, like, Monica would also. Didn't she, I actually don't really remember this, but didn't she like speak out like. Like that's new. That was was new. Yeah, you got impeached. There's a whole trial. Cause they didn't. Yeah. What is the definition of is? Yeah. <laughs> that was classic. Wasn't that a Saturday Night Live skit they did? What is is? <laughs> I think it's cool that they made like you know in in, in Dave's final speech he kind of talks about the job that he got his attempt job and that's his whole thing is to get that people was temporary fun, yeah. jobs. I think that's a really cool tie-in. It was actually kind of sad at the end when Kevin Klein was no longer running his temp agency and instead he was running for city council. No, he's doing both. No, no, he was still he was doing both. Yeah, he was still okay, getting let's, jobs. Let's, let's, okay. No, he's all right, sure. But no, he's not. He's running for city council and he's gonna have to like not have his temp agency. No, but that, that, that chick who runs his office will end up running it. Okay, I'm still sad that he uh, doesn't have his office, <laughs> and he's running <laughs> for city council. I want to see the sequel when, like, all the reporters real like, wait a minute, this guy looks just like the 44th president, and, and he's now married his, to the same first well, lady, his widow. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, obviously, Dave has the curly hair, and the president has straight hair, so I feel like that's enough. That the people will not get confused. He just has to grow a beard and then nobody will recognize him. Yeah. Can do a little Wild Wild West presidency coming in, you know? Well, that's true. He doesn't have the glasses. It's, maybe it's like Clark Kent rules, you know? He right, right, right. Yeah, exactly. On. Oh, who are you? Take him off. Oh. Or he could just invert the uh, the fugitive and, and, you know, have the beard. 
Oh, the fugitive. That's a good one. Also, the same year. Uh, Look at that. Oh, boom. What a great uh, year. Do you guys remember when uh, at the end of the uh, the first scene, where, or the big scene where he's running out to the limo, and he, he's like, you know, God bless America, and they like pull him out, and they slam him into the limo? Yeah. As the limo drives away, uh, you can see all the five-wire banded running up the streets. On the what? Like for, uh, all, all the big cables that are powering that massive HMI that's up, oh, up, really? up the street. Yeah, you can just see all, all their all their distro. That's running fun. Up, running up the sidewalk. All I was looking at was the one camera dude that kept trying to like jump out into the street, and then the other guy's like shoving him back. I didn't. That's what I was focused on. You wouldn't notice it, but I've seen this movie so many times that you know. <laughs> and then like that last watch, I, I just happened to to catch it, and I was like, oh, yeah, that's exactly what that is. Yep, and that's why they could run it and didn't have to care because it took you what fifteen views to finally re- oh to finally see it. <laughs> oh, hundred percent. Yeah, no one would ever see that. Well, they have all those yeah. TV stations and stuff out there. You know, all the news networks. It, it makes sense. You yeah, know, plausible deniability, Mr. President. Yeah. <laughs> was this y'all's first viewing? 100%. Just watched it like two hours ago. Yeah, it's my <laughs> first time also. What? Nice. You guys didn't have HBO growing up as kids? Yes, this is like no. HBO. No, we were poor. Close. Thank you. No. <laughs> they had poverty TV, Brian. <laughs> <laughs> well, I wasn't paying the goddamn cable bill at that time. <laughs> <laughs> and they didn't show the good movies like Dave when they did the free month, you know, or the free week. Right. <laughs> no, we didn't even have the cable. We had, like, the five channels. It was just that, like... Uh, Regular Gerard, TV. It was that Gerard Depardieu Columbus movie, just over and over. 1492. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> also starring Sigourney Weaver. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> She's Queen Elizabeth, or Isabel, or wh- who was the Queen of Portugal? I don't even remember. It was one of them. One of them coins. I think it was Isabel. Anyway, who knows? Yeah. Hmm. <laughs> Gerard de Perdue. How'd you pull that shit out? I don't know, man. <laughs> <laughs> it's not a podcast unless Jared pulls out some random ass <laughs> 90s film. 1492. Oh, my God. Speaking about random ass 90s, you guys digging on the old school, like, prompters the like the cool little just oh yeah glass man on a stick i love how excited he got about it he's like oh these are the teleprompters oh, it's a teleprompter bro they're like <laughs> is it hooked up no it's, it's not it's not turned on like we don't care it actually takes people to run that <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no but i remember the first time i saw a teleprompter when i was in high school i thought they were super cool too i don't know why that's a really cool one you know because it's reflecting up and, and like yeah, yeah I don't it's know. just the glass to look out to the people yeah yeah it's it's, it's really neat I like that. Yeah, I've never worked with one of those. Yeah, I've never been. I've never used one of those ever. I guess I just don't really do many like live speeches. You don't need an editor for live because you know it's it's, call, it's live. It's called a it's called a technical director at that point. <laughs> I like that. I like that that um, Dave. Not only is he all about like helping people out, but he also is like super into into politics somehow because he he has like speeches memorized and he's been oh, studying yeah. that's no, a good point I don't think he's no 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 I, I, I think that's more of a like he's got a theater show tunes background yeah because they had to explain the three branches of the government yeah he is he, he does not seem like he is up to date whatsoever oh, maybe it Maybe I think he's into like inspiring that... and persuading people that he's into yeah he knows the monologue. but also he's he's also impersonating the president already and so it would make sense that he would be memorizing some of his speeches and trying to get some of those mannerisms down to, to get the car dealership like job. he's showing the gestures and he's like, you know, you know, he's this, showing, he's like, he's like, this. three fingers, four fingers. Yeah, but then he <laughs> continues and then as he's doing it, he's like, well, you know, he's pointing out the things that he's doing. I, I don't know. It's so fucking awesome. 
I've I've known people like that that can study someone's like public speaking methods and then remember them and implement them. And I'm like, how do you even notice those things? I, okay, that's cool. Their goal Good is to you. impersonate them. So yeah, no, 100. percent That's exactly what it was. Yeah, and then. <laughs> And then when he's like uh, he's walking out, he's I love when, this, when they're walking out of the uh, the hotel or whatever, and then he's got the whole Secret Service behind him, and then he like stops, and they all stop, and he stands there, and they kind of push him, like go on, man, like, <laughs> come like, on, like, go, go. He's just, he's just like fucking with him. We're them. walking, we're walking, we're walking, we're stopping. <laughs> How about that secret bunker where they were keeping the actual president like alive on all the tubes? Oh, that was kind of. And creepy. then they and then they yeah, walk I into think. the uh, the Bat Cave from The Dark Knight Rises, and he's in there. <laughs> Uh, all right, fair enough. <laughs> <laughs> I like El- I like Ellen's re- uh, response as the as the elevator doors open and it's just like this fucking straight out of James Bond looking shit. And she's yeah, like, yeah. what the fuck? <laughs> like, where are we? <laughs> what what is going on? The basement of the cottage. And I kind I kind of love that it's like bunker with like giant um, door and there's only these two people down there, like the one guard and then the nurse chick. Like he's just plugged in, keeping him breathing. I did really enjoy actually how they did the whole ending where as soon as Kevin Klein realizes that he's now like a bad guy, he's like, well, you know, what would be a good thing to do is bring back the original president. And he tries to like preserve everything, but he's like, peace, I'm out. Like that was a really great did, wrap up. Yeah. It for was sure. the way, the way they yeah wrapped everything up was absolutely perfect. They even like managed to switch them out with like without no questions asked. Like it worked out very, very well. I was very impressed. Why was the Secret Service guy driving the uh, ambulance? Dwayne at the end. Did you say who, who was? Uh, at the end, uh, Dwayne, his Secret Service guy. Yeah. It's like, you know, it pops inside the ambulance and he's driving the ambulance for some reason. And I guess that was part of the setup. But I, I do like that shot. You know, for some reason in movies, sometimes there's like an HMI just laying on the ground. And it's kind of shooting up, <laughs> and they, and they fill the they fill with fog, and then yeah. and then like uh, Legend of Bagger Vance walk off into the fucking sunset. Oh, dude, but that yeah, was that awesome. That was, was a fucking dope rain. fucking no, shot. I though. love it. It was I love such it. a I know, great I know. shot. And she happens to get there at the right fucking right, time, and right. she's looking she around. Looks, she, where and, is he? Where you know, is he? Where's, and no one's running up yeah. to her, going, "Oh my god, I'm sorry about your husband." And nobody gives yeah. a fuck. <laughs> she's just there, and she's looking off at, at Dave going off into the sunset or the you know the moonlight. Yeah, yeah, yeah. To go see ET, you know, or whatever, <laughs> <laughs> whatever is over the hill, you know. I, lo- I love that he's still got his bag of uh, souvenirs with him. <laughs> oh fuck yeah, bro! His whole house is nothing but fucking. He's probably got that fucking George Washington painting over his goddamn. <laughs> the one he sits down and looks at. It's probably over his damn mantle. <laughs> he, he rolled it up. <laughs> I've got the Declaration of Independence. <laughs> I, I know that lighting is 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 a little goofy, and it. It, I, I guess it's not it's not it's not motivated, but it doesn't have to be though. It, it it's nostalgic. I, I have nostalgic love for that man. Like it's just like oh yeah, nineties. Like this is what cinema is, man. Those those balcony scenes have three moons. Like yeah, <laughs> <laughs> everyone is backlit by the moon. Regardless I don't of care. Their you know, it, it's it's great. Like Adam Greenberg, the guy, the guy that gave us all oh, the Terminator movies, fucking and, brilliant, man. Yeah, yeah. like just like wet streets, like. I, I don't care that it wasn't raining out and I never saw it rain and the streets are wet at night. I don't care. It looks great, man. Like the way the light hits fucking wet streets, it looks sexy. I think he's just used to doing really sexy big shit and then when he gets something simple like this, he still goes ham. He's just Yeah, like, yeah, 100%. Like this thing nice. this feels like a fun like yeah, yeah, let's do that. But yeah, I mean like there's a lot of weird overlighting, but then he's also using shadow in interesting ways. Um 
like a lot of Frank Langella's like close ups. There, yeah, he's, he's, he's definitely dark. got some shadow. His eyes, some hard his shadow. eyes are dark. Yeah, yeah, his, his his eyes are really black and dark a lot. I mean, and there may be a tiny speck in there, but he doesn't give him any like proper like lift. Everybody around him has more lift, and he's just fucking in shadow. Um, and it is really, sitting, really cool. There's one shot where he's like character. sitting next to a window and he's like completely in shadow somehow while still sitting next to the window. <laughs> like they cut into a close up and it's just hard shadow on half. I think that was your DVD. <laughs> That's possible. <laughs> it was a shitty DVD. Oh, Wait, you actually watch this on a DVD? A DVD. It's very, very SD quality. I texted Jared wow. like three seconds into it. Like, is the HD version of this actually good? Because this looks like shit. Yeah, it looks good. The Blu-ray does look pretty good. It's it's grainy at times. You see how how noisy the actual film is at times, but it plays it, like it, it, it. It's in the more realistic situations, the film is really grainy. Like like yeah. when they're in the the where he's doing the 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 first speech at the beginning, where it's actually Bill Mitchell. All that shit's super noisy. Um, a lot of the um, stuff in the cabinet super noisy. I, I think it's anytime they're in a real situation where they can't light too much, it's just super noisy. And the sounds only in stereo. Really? This mix is only stereo? Yeah. At least it was on the Blu-ray. I mean, I don't... 93? Yeah. It was probably only stereo mix. Dude, this fucking score. I needed to hear it in 5.1. This score is excellent. I love all the themes. James uh, Newton Howard, like man. Freaking killing just it. nailing it, man. And it's just so nostalgic feeling, and it just... It sounds 90s oh. as fuck. It sounds like a 90s fucking kid show, man. Fuck you. I mean, that's why I love it. <laughs> yeah, there's Because you were nine man. when it came out, Jaren? <laughs> yeah. It would, it would be better with pr- more, like... Like I I don't I don't mind those like little cute little do 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 like I don't know what what is, what is that it's got little flutes and chimes that pop up every now and again he I'm was okay building that, themes he's building a theme you know it like, would be like, nice like to Dave's have some kind of like a theme. presidential theme or like something that I don't know like well, Dave's not the president bro it's more important to introduce the whimsy into this it's all mm, very whimsical that's music a good word and. For it. It's it works really well with his character. What they're not introducing the presidency, they're introducing whimsy into this awful existence. Imagine if if House of Cards had this like score. You know? <laughs> it's a whole different thing. <laughs> There's your supercut idea, internet. Yeah. Go ham. <laughs> Please don't. Some things we don't need. Some things can just live in our imagination. And not a fan of this score, guys. James Newton Howard, same year, The Fugitive, also. Better. That man was working. It's not terrible. It's just, yeah, I don't know. It it just sounds like everything else from the fucking 90s, man. It doesn't sound like it just you don't feel like it's, I like it, Brian. You don't feel like it's unique <laughs> enough? You're, yeah, you're not, not leaving the theater not, humming this soundtrack? Is that, is that your problem? Uh, like, it's, not, it's, not, it's not so much humming. It's just, like when you were talking about themes earlier, there aren't any identifiable themes for characters. It's just all like whimsical kids music that's just constantly playing. Man. No, I said I said there is a theme. <laughs> He's got there's that thing that the, it, it opens there's with a it. main title, yeah, yeah, and then that thing that theme kind of comes through and it, it kind of builds around anytime Dave's doing all his cute stuff. Yeah, I don't know. It's it's okay. It's nothing special. Okay, so the theme gets a C. <laughs> <laughs> it's music in film. Speaking of film, uh, I guess we should talk about the budget here. Uh, Budget was twenty eight million. Uh, movie made uh, ninety two million worldwide. Wow. Okay, well done. That's not bad. Sixty sixty three million in the United States. And uh, Gary Ross, the director of Pleasantville and The Hunger Games, wrote this movie. Oh shit! Is he also the, the writer of uh, Glenn Gary Glenn Ross? Same same guy? No, 
No. <laughs> no. <laughs> he did do big before this. I think that was his uh, only big oh, really? critic. I like big. Man, yeah. I haven't seen that in forever. It's been a while. It has been a while. We should do That's that at point. some point. Yeah, we'll do a Penny Marshall month or something. Don't sell them on the Tom Hanks month. Sell them on Penny Marshall. Wait, wait, but no, Chris is the one you have to Tom worry Hanks about. We, we, we can't do I'm Tom happy Hanks to month. do a Tom Hanks month. Well, America's sweetheart. have so much negativity. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if I can handle all of it. <laughs> oh my goodness! Because I'd make you watch fucking the Burbs and fucking um, <laughs> fuck yes, <laughs> the man with one red shoe. Turner, oh my god, Turner, Turner and Hooch, <laughs> and Dragnet. Oh, there you go. God. That's our Tom Hanks month. Just fucking uh, boom. Tom Hanks, Meg Ryan, watch all four of them. Uh, we could, we could do, we could do. You got mail. Like I would Meg do, Ryan I would before do the, she had all I would that do weird the shit out of you got mail. Wait, what? Meg Ryan got weird plastic surgery. Oh yeah, Bro, man. look at like Meg Ryan years now, ago. man. Yeah, yeah, it's oh. bad. She had all this. She was like, I need seven more lips, puffy cheeks, Whoa. and her mouth is always out like that. It's kind of bad, man. She oh, gave herself permanent duck lips. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, she was so cute. What the fuck? So cute. Just, she, I think she, she was to... trying to preserve her cuteness so and that people wouldn't up. say, "Wow, she's so old." But yes, they fucked it up. Mm. Kind of sad. I mean, Scorny Weaver's old, and she's still hot. I mean, she's still doing her thing. Come on, like just, just do your thing. Just, just do it. <laughs> <laughs> But what Brian was trying to say there was age gracefully. <laughs> Did you look her up? Unfortunately, yes. Oh, you're about to oh. cry. <laughs> Brian is now experiencing current Meg Ryan. Just don't do the plastic surgery thing, man. It, it, it never oh. ends. It never ends well. I mean, maybe a little Botox here or there or something. Uh, but like, you start injecting shit into your face, or you have them like shaving stuff, or like changing your nose. It's not going to work out, bro. Like, just stop. The problem is, is that it does work out for like a small minority of people. And so everyone else thinks it's like safe and normal. And it's like, uh, yes, I'm going to sign off on this. Please don't fuck with your face. (laughs) (laughs) Brian looks like he's about to cry. (laughs) Man, I I haven't probably, these before and after, it's like, it's like those Facebook, like 10 year challenge pictures. Only it's like, here's here's Meg Ryan 20 years ago. Here's Meg Ryan now. It's like oh. <laughs> doesn't even look like the same person. I think she was just really into Halloween. She looks she looks like Nicole Kidman's ugly, the wicked stepsister. Dude, you now. are totally right. Yeah, yeah, you're right. Yeah. Oh, damn! <laughs> I can't unsee it. God damn! No. Oh man, they should deep fake that face into all old Meg Ryan movies. <laughs> <laughs> like we're watching like City of oh Angels, and, and she's there with Stop. that. <laughs> <laughs> I happen to like City of Angels. <laughs> that Goo Goo Dolls song, that Goo Goo right. song is rocking. Right. Goose, run away! <laughs> oh, no. I don't know, man. I think that uh, I think Nick Cage would still fall for her. She's not ugly. She's just not what she used to look like. She has a different face. That's all. She's been replaced by a Meg Ryan impersonator. I mean, it doesn't even look real. And she's also kind of more with Nicole Kidman and Catherine O'Hara. It does look like it's weird. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that is really spot on. God, Nicole Kidman, please don't get any work done. Oh, my God. I'm sure she's already had some, but God damn, don't. Oh, uh, I can't handle it. Because that's the thing is like, I mean, sometimes people do get like minor plastic surgery and it does look really good. And I don't even know who to tell you to look at because they don't usually advertise it. But like, yeah, you can. It's so bad when they mess up. Like, I wouldn't even want to chance it, honestly. But I mean, some people do. 
that's I no, guess that's fine. It. The truth back. Don't worry well, about Nick me, Cage I mean, obviously, and, uh, I agree. That's not the yeah, question. Yeah. I'm talking about like yeah, people in general. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> Nick Cage and John Travolta both had plastic surgery, and they looked like each other after they were done. So it, it oh, can't yeah, be that yeah, bad. Yeah, they, 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 I think yeah. they swapped faces. Yeah, it's fine. That's that's probably what happened with um, <laughs> Meg Ryan. You know, she was like, "Can I get the face off?" <laughs> she was like, "Your face <laughs> off." <laughs> So how can how long can you eat a peach? I can eat a peach for hours. <laughs> <laughs> we did it. Uh, that was that was a pretty decent Nick Cage, if I gotta say so myself. Um, oh, all right, I gotta I gotta shut this window down. I can't look at it anymore. Oh, are you still staring yeah, at Meg Ryan? Sorry, <laughs> bro. We'll do we'll we'll do a Meg Ryan month one 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 month, and we'll we'll, we'll do it. Oh man, we'll finally get to sleepless in Seattle. Oh, one of these days. That's, that's the worst of all. What is it? No, uh, no, I just hate Sleepless in Seattle. Probably because I've you, seen it like a dozen times. You got males, got to be worse. But I haven't. No, seen you've no. got males way better. <laughs> it's just different era, man. Hey, do you got mail? I don't know. Let me go check my email. All right, um, <laughs> you've got mail. <laughs> All right, so let's move on to ratings. Who's going first? Who's rating Dave? Um, I'll go first. Look at you putting your little finger on your nose. Um, I love this movie. I grew up with this movie for some reason as a kid. I was like super into this movie. Um, Griggs pointed out that we were like nine when this came out. Um, I don't know if I saw it then. It was probably into my teens, but I don't know. I, it kind of captured me for some reason. And it's just a cute little movie. And um, it's the sandwich. There's just there, there are things, dude. You know what? Yeah, as a fat kid, when I see that sandwich, I'm like, holy shit! <laughs> I'm not bro. saying as a fat kid. I'm just One saying day, in general, it's a great sandwich. I'm telling you, as a fat kid, that I was like super enamored by the sandwich. I'm like, god damn it, dude! The president can make baller ass sandwiches whenever he wants. He when doesn't have to go to fucking uh, Subway. <laughs> <laughs> it's just down there. It's like out on the counter, and he's got a whole plate of fried chicken that he's not even touching. Mom, I want to because be you president. know what? <laughs> They're gonna jump into that chicken later. And there's a whole ham. I don't know. It was just crazy. Um, <laughs> And we didn't even talk about the awesome like shower scene where she like walks in on him and he's like hail to the chief because he, he's the chief and he needs hailing hail to the chief because he keeps himself so clean <laughs> and like she busts in on him you know and he's got that awesome shower with like the it blows it, it's got the the vertical like you know and it, it's kind of I don't know I've always wanted a shower like that <laughs> so one day when I become president I'm gonna have an awesome shower like that as well. So, uh, but yeah, man, this movie's fucking great. I actually like the score. I, I think it's shot pretty decent. Uh, there's some really cool special effects stuff that's it's hidden in it really well. It doesn't look bad like Multiplicity. Yeah, I, I know you guys have seen that, and a lot of the stuff they do there kind of looks kind of crap. But uh, yeah, I don't know. I like this movie a lot. I'm going to give it a 10. Gave it a 10, he did. I did. I'm just going to start out high, and <laughs> if you guys do whatever, then, you know, you come in there's, around your There's nothing this movie doesn't do for you that, that you wanted from it. That's that's impressive, I gotta say. Wow, oh, Mike, what's your let's hear um, All right. Oh yeah, yeah. So tell me how it sucks, Mike. <laughs> <laughs> I I I know I got a, like pre- a lot of like you know early shit on this. This, this no, like I I've right. heard about I, this I still movie enjoyed forever. It both watches this time. I've heard about this movie for a really long time. I have I have seen pictures of that sandwich for probably longer than I was aware of what this movie was. <laughs> so I was more excited to see the sandwich than I was the movie itself. Wow. <laughs> Which sounds like like low. Pr- <laughs> I, well, I mean, listen, you don't. You need to understand my relationship with sandwiches and how much I love sandwiches. No, no, I'm just kidding. Um, no, this movie was like really fucking great. Like I enjoyed every second of it. Um, I it, it's it's one of those like premises that if you stop for like three seconds to think about, you're like, this is such bullshit. Like, but it's so easy to just 
accept it as a premise and then enjoy the, what the movie does with it. Um, I think the writing is top notch. Like there, there's setups and payoffs and and character arcs on just about every single character. The direction is fucking spot on. Like all these all these actors are having so much fun on screen. Like every single time, um, the cinematography is fucking amazing. Like I I could talk a long time about that. Like all the the perfect like dolly shots with the subtle push ins right at the dramatic moments when you need things and. Yeah, like the cinematography was just fantastic. And there's not anything that I wanted this movie to do that it didn't do. Like it, 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 it sucked me in. It made me enjoy the characters. It made me enjoy the ride. I'm just gonna call it a ten. Yeah. Oh, so surprised. <laughs> All right, Kristen. Okay, so everyone loves this movie to the point that I was like, God, this is gonna be so fucking shitty. Um, and I was not looking forward to this at all, but actually I really enjoyed it after like, I don't know, maybe five or 10 minutes. I was like, Oh, okay. This is, this is a fun movie. Maybe it won't be so awful. And Kevin Klein is just absolutely, I mean, everyone is outstanding, but Kevin Klein and his whole character, just like, it was so refreshing to see all of that on on uh, in the movie uh, i feel like uh and maybe this is just what i've been watching lately but there's just so much like uh underhandedness and and corruption and and just like you know kind of i guess evil things and so watching some this really good-hearted kind person succeed like i just mm. absolutely loved that and we didn't i i didn't i forgot to bring this up but the costumes were really great too uh all of sigourney weaver's outfits were absolutely outstanding and to the point that like i think what i was uh most taken by was like a, just a simple white button-down shirt but it still looked so great paired they paired it with trousers i don't know yeah i know what she's you're talking wearing about that yeah. um uh, 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 but it's outstanding. But that's not to say like she's wearing these gorgeous evening gowns, and she even has like a robe that would, like works so yeah, they put well. The, the collar outside the robe because they didn't want her just wearing the robe. Yeah, and I was like, that totally works. Yeah, yeah. It, it all works so well. Um, and I even enjoyed the setup. It, you know, the idea that they were going to bring in this regular guy to be president, you know, is so absolutely ridiculous. But you know, you have these like corrupt buffoons who like make it work and I was like oh, okay yeah I could buy this actually I feel like this could actually happen <laughs> <laughs> uh, anyway um, I yes I enjoyed everything about it I'm going to give it a 10 uh, I've got, I gotta say real quick before you go Brian that, like Charles Grodin I just love how he's so skeptical the whole time he's always like just like get out of here as fast as, fast as, as you can. can. <laughs> like, but it's uh, the whole time, he, even at the end, when the first lady shows up, he's just staring like, what the fuck is going on? <laughs> if I ran my business like this, I love Bratwurst. Oh. I know. You're going to get in trouble with the government. I am I'm the, the government. government. <laughs> I was like, this is fucking brilliant, man. Come on. And oh. did we want to bring up to the Rotten Tomatoes score? After Brian. Oh, okay, okay. Uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna be super quick. Um, I loved everything in the movie. Um, I think it's incredibly enjoyable. I think the script is really tightly written. The 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 music is dated. The music's dated. 
Sorry. It's, it's I from 1993. So is Jurassic Park, and that's not fucking dated. You so can't judge everything about Jurassic Park. So is The Fugitive from the same composer, not dated. Oh, that's a good point. Yeah. He was busy, bro. This isn't he was dated. Busy you just don't like it, and that's okay, Brian. But this is a wonderful <laughs> score. <laughs> 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 Kristen bringing the truth bombs, dropping them. This is oh, wonderful. This, this is I would watch if this was on like today. I'd be like, oh cool. Let me watch, let me see what this is. No, it, it sounds like Pushing Daisies, which is another not dated show. Okay. it's just whimsical. Uh, That's the Pushing word Daisies word. can sound like Pushing Daisies because that is a complete fantasy, right? This movie is trying to take place in the real world. It has right, like it's this really harsh. Mis- I just no, it's no, got this. No. It's got this. <laughs> it's, taking, it's taking place in the 2010s. Okay, but, whatever. But it's and, got this. Mr. Smith goes to Washington vibe. It, it's wearing its heart on its sleeve. It's trying to be. Oh, it's earnest. so much better than that movie. Come on. I, I, think, like I, I think I need to take a point off just because you <laughs> think this movie is better than Mr. Smith goes to Washington. Yes, it is. It is. No, this movie can't exist without Frank Capra. Like fine, making but that doesn't mean it's better. Come on. What? No. Oh, my God. <laughs> Clearly, you've never seen Mr. Smith Goes to Watch. I have. We watched it in school. I, I did not enjoy it. <laughs> what, were you 10 when you watched it? Come on. Come on. That's not fair. She's like, ah, this is nothing like Fraggle Rock. <laughs> Whatever you kids were watching. Were you, were you into Fraggle Rock, Kristen? <laughs> I was not into Fraggle Rock. That was so probably close, before Brian. her time. So close. Down <laughs> it was 100%. Fraggle Rock was my time. Anyway, um, <laughs> they're bringing it back, so you'll get another chance. Uh, I, I, I guess nine point seven five. I'm taking off a quarter. <laughs> oh God, damn it, Kristen! No, it's just the music. Yeah. It's it, it's like I love you to death. Like I really enjoy both these movies a lot. I think they're both a lot of fun. They're very entertaining. They're very fast paced, but the music is just dated, and you just want to like look at the composer and be like, bro, what were you thinking? Like what? What is this phoned in shit? No, that's not what I thought. But I will say, I did. It really like, um, especially compared with "I Love You to Death," and I've you know obviously seen other Kevin Klein movies. It's amazing to me how just his whole appearance, like his face is obviously the same, but just with the way he embodies <laughs> these characters, like they're totally different. It's it's incredible, especially because we have so many like actors who can't do that, and like they just play themselves over and over and over again. But he like totally reinvents himself, even though he looks exactly the same. It's just amazing the way he does that. Yeah, we didn't actually layers because yeah, sorry, I was saying there's different layers because uh, there there's there's Bill Mitchell. And then there's Dave, and then there's Dave playing Bill Mitchell. Yeah, no, that's literally what I was about to say. We didn't talk about that at all. Like, his ability yeah, to it, be two separate people, and then one person trying to impersonate the other person, that's really fucking hard, and he he sells that for me. Guys, come on. I mean, like, one of them, he's being, like, a, a, a tight-lipped uh, bureaucrat, and maybe he's got, like, what, four, four scenes? And then the other one, he's just the character Dave. It, this is not like Eddie Murphy in Coming to America, right? Let's calm down. This isn't even Michael Keaton in, in Multiplicity, which Jared already shed on the special effects in that movie. But Michael Keaton, uh, I think he did a better job of playing multiple performances. Give me some pizza. All right. You're just a little salty tonight, Brian, and that's okay. We still love you. It's just a let, great let, movie, let, Let's just calm down. Let's calm down. Listen, listen. <laughs> Take some time and grieve Meg Ryan, okay? And then come back and think about how you actually feel about this movie. Okay. So the tomato score... The tomato meter brings us in at a 95. 
Really? With an audience score of a 72. Those that, bitches. That 95 is a lot closer to my 9.75 than your 10. <laughs> <laughs> we can't all be perfect, right? What was the audience score? 72, which is closer to the IMDb score of a 6.8. 6.8 feels low is, to me. Which is bullshit. Yeah. That's yeah, crazy. That's, that's, total, that's total bullshit. IMDb, you need to get off your shit because this movie's excellent. That feels like people rating it based on the premise as opposed to actually watching it. What, what do you got to do to get a fucking seven on IMDb? Do you have to <laughs> right? like, make a goddamn like masterpiece film to get a seven or above? <laughs> I mean, goddamn. Fucking, this is a tough website, man. Tough, tough crowd. People are like, this is so unrealistic. 52,000 ratings. Wait, how many? 52,000 ratings. Uh, IMDb gives it a oh. 6.8 out of 10. Okay, yeah, I see that. Oh, damn. Yeah. Well, 32% did give it a seven. 8%. Uh, I'm sorry, uh, 0.8% gave it a 1. Who are those assholes? People who really hate the score. <laughs> Fuck that score. <laughs> I did do the score for King Kong. Um, anybody got anything else? Also had shitty graphics. Anyways. See? Shit graphics, shit music. The guy is... That's what he does. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Damn. No, the, the graphics of this were great. I was talking about multiplicity. Anyways, go on. He didn't do the score for multiplicity, not that I know of. How crazy would that be? <laughs> I'm not even looking it up. All right. Uh, yeah, just, just let it roll. <laughs> so with that, you've been listening to the Movie Crew Podcast. You want to get in touch with us, you can do so by sending us an email to themoviecrew at gmail.com. That's the Movie Crew. Crew is spelled C-R-E-W-E, extra E at the end of the word, crew at gmail.com. You can follow us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram at Movie Crew Pod. Jared, where can the audience find you? You can find me on Instagram at CheckTheGate or on Twitter... At Jeremy Callen. And Mike, where can they find you? I'm on Instagram and Twitter at Griggsy Media. That's G-R-I-G-G-S-Y Media. And Kristen, where can they find you? Uh, you can follow me on Instagram at Kristen Magdalene. That's Kristen with a K and an I. And you guys can find me on uh, Twitter at Elkins Edits. And we're going to be closing out the show tonight with some of this terrific score from <laughs> James Newton Howard. <laughs> we're playing a Try to contain one. your enthusiasm. From the Dave soundtrack, it is titled "Main Title." Enjoy. Multiplicity was done by George Fenton, the uh, composer of Groundhog Day, and the epic Drew Barrymore film Ever After. Oh, oh! Be still, my beating heart. <laughs>